Hey, well, good morning. Uh, I'm Pastor Paul. Thank you for joining us. Today is a great day to be part of Mariners. What I love about this place is that there's a lot of hope around here. Well, usually there's a lot of hope around here. Right now, there's just a lot of empty chairs around here. But no matter where you are, our desire is that you are more helped and more hopeful today uh, than you were yesterday. And we hope that your hope and your joy and uh, your growth in God is growing more and more. Let's take a second and pray, can we? Lord God, thank you that you are um, present with us no matter where we are watching this and that uh, you love us and you are giving us the tools needed not just to survive through these times but to, to really thrive in a great way and I pray that you would use these moments for your glory in Christ's name. Thank you. Hey, a few months back, there was a, a commercial on TV, and, and it showed a little girl and her dad, and, and, and as she was going through life and situations in life, her dad was always there with her, kind of whispering in her ear, you know, you've got this, you've got this. Uh, first day of school, he was there, and she looked a little nervous, and he said, you've got this. Her dance recital, he was there saying, you've got this. Her basketball game, he was there you've got this. And, and every time there was a challenge, he was there whispering to her saying, you got this. And I, and I have a daughter and I'd watch this and I'd get all choked up about my little baby, you know, that I want to be there for her, telling her all the time, you, you, you've got this. And I thought, this is really cool. In fact, I love the phrase, you know, you, you've got this. And, and, and God says to us, in the Bible, and there's a great verse where he says to you and me, no matter what you're going through, listen, you've got this. God says to us this. He says, his divine power has given us everything we need for life and godliness. In, in other words, I was just thinking about this phrase. In other words, he's saying, look, you got this. You, 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 you've got this. I'd love to have you just say it with me, no matter where you are, in your living room, in your, in your car, your bedroom. Let's say it together. His divine power has given us everything we need for life and godliness. Now, let's personalize it, okay? Say it out loud. His divine power has given me everything I need for life and godliness. I'd love to have you memorize that verse sometime in the next few weeks because this is what our series is all about. We're calling it, You've Got This, because we are living in a time that is somewhat a little uncertain, uh, obviously unprecedented. Um, we don't know as week to week things change, things open up, things close down, the virus spreads, it doesn't. But God is saying to us, you've got this, you've, you've, you've got this. Um, we get hit with the nuttiness of this world and adjusting to this and that. And we can remember that his divine power has given, he's given us everything we need for life and godliness. How to react to things, how to feel about these things. In fact, God is even going to help us to figure out how we're supposed to think about these things. And that's what we're going to spend a few minutes talking about. How we think and how we're supposed to kind of think through times like this. 
Now, uh, now our brains are these, these, these just great instruments that we have in, in our heads, and they're really, really powerful. And I, I read somewhere that actually you can think at around 500 words a minute. 500 words a minute you, you can think. So words are just you know, buzzing around, around your head. And, and actually I talk about, I've, I've, I've worked this out, about 100 words a minute. And that's why so many of you are texting right now and are Googling all at the same time while you're listening to this. Now, now, what I think actually makes up a ton about me, how, how you and I think, you know, it, it makes up an awful lot about, about how we act and, and, and about really who, who we are. In fact, how I, how I think determines how I act. Great verse in the Bible that says, for as he thinks within himself, so is he. It tells me that <clears throat> the way I think about myself really determines a lot of, of, about me. Um, <clears throat> my thinking, right or wrong, right or wrong, correct or incorrect, is going to determine how I respond. This, um, our neighbors, before they moved out, they, they replaced their carpet. And um, they had cats, and those cats had fleas, and thus the carpet had fleas. And, and, and they tore out the carpet. And what they did is, they, 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 the, the workmen tore it out, and they rolled it up, and they put the carpet roll right, right next to our, our, our garage, right, right there, fleas and all. Um, um, did I say they had cats? And did I say that those cats had fleas? Anyway, those fleas decided our garage was a great place for them to, to start to inhabit. Y you know, it was like the, the you know, dun, 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 da, dun. They came, they came right in, in, into our garage. And so there was a battle. We went through a battle for several weeks, you know, well, you know bug bombs here and lightsabers there, you know. And actually, you know, we won. Dun, 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 dun. We beat them. We beat the Battle of the Fleas, and, 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 and we struck back. But, but if, if you've ever had these kinds of situations, every time I walked in the garage, I always had the feeling of what? Even though there was not a flea in sight in existence there, every time I felt something on my leg or on my neck, I'd, I'd smack it because I thought it was a what? I thought it was a flea. How I thought affected the way I acted. That's just kind of the way we are in, in life. How I think, that, that's how I am. All kinds of thinking sometimes affects, affects like how we respond to the virus, how you feel about the virus, how you feel how susceptible you are or how contagious it could possibly be will, has been affecting the way you and I go outside or, or, or the masks and all of that. And, 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 I, and as, as I think within myself, that's really um, how I am. That's why we have the whole field of psychology to try and figure out what goes on up here, which affects the way we behave and respond. Well, God has given me everything I need for life and godliness, and that means he's going to help me figure out the way I'm supposed to think, help us in the way we think. Great verse. This is a great verse. I, lo I love this verse. It says this, Set your mind on things above, not on earthly things. There it is. It's telling me how I'm supposed to think. I'm supposed to set my mind on what? On things above. What, what does that mean, things above? Does that mean like I'm supposed to think of things like blimps and clouds and rocket ships and birds and all that? No, it, it, it's, it's really not talking about that. It's talking about really the things that God is doing in the world. It's talking about God's plan that's being worked out. It's talking about how God 
is working in life. That's what it means to think about things ab above. So the things above as composed to earthly things. Now, earthly things are things that really aren't, aren't very important at, at all. Whole passage right here, it says this. Since then you have been raised with Christ. Set your hearts on things above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things above, not, not on earthly things, for you've died. And your life is now hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who's your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. Hardest thing I'm going to say this morning, but maybe one of the more important things what this means is my perspective and the way I look at things should now be shifted to God's point of view. That's how I'm going to be able to get this and get through this. It's when my perspective and the way I look at things become shifted now to, to God's point of view, the way God wants me to look at things. What it's saying is when I set my mind on things above, my perspective changes. And as my perspective changes, my attitude changes. How I see things change. How I evaluate things change. I, I was thinking, trying to come up with, a, with, a, with an illustration because we sometimes think, well, isn't there only one way to see things? And, and no, there's not. Um, watch the Olympics or not. It got canceled this year. But, but you, you watch the 100-meter race, and, 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 and if you're into... To, to track and field, you know, you watch the gun going off and how many milliseconds it takes them to get out of the blocks or how quickly they come up, you know, to get to their, to their full stride and then, and then their kick and their lean, you know, into the tape and, and then their time. That's, that's what you think about. That's what you, you set your mind on, those kinds of things. Watch the Special Olympics, the 100-meter race, and all of a sudden... You're not setting your mind on time, are you? You don't really worry about their crouch or coming up out of the blocks or the millisecond it takes them to respond to the gun. You look at their heart. You look at their enjoyment. You look at the commitment. You look at the camaraderie. Everything changes. It's all different. It's what you look at. Same race. Different eyes. Different way to think. And what we do is, and what God is asking us to do, is look at things in life now in a different way, in a whole different way. That's how you can get this and get through this. How does this work out for God's plan and world and, and, and kingdom? How, how I think about what I have, you know, I, I, I take a look at that now. And I think, man, if I can set my mind on the things above... What I have, do I worry about how much I have or how much I can give away? My time, how I look at my time. It's, it's God's given it to me for me to serve other people. Um, the way I look at things especially deals with world issues. You know, we, 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 take, we take the whole virus thing and what our world and everything is, is going through. And, and, and you can two ways look at it. We can say, what a hassle this is. What a mess this is. World shuts down. The economy's blown. People are sick. It's a financial kick in the head. All these restrictions. And, and, and you just kind of wither on the inside thinking through all this stuff that's going on. 
or you set your mind on the things above. Yeah, as, as bad, bad as it is, it's giving us common experiences with our neighbors. And we now actually are speaking to our neighbors more, asking them how they're doing. When we're going to the store, asking them if we can buy them, buy them something. People that we may have never talked to. We can say, what a terrible thing for the economy and we'll never recover. And, or we can say, my rights are taken away you know, and I'm not going to stand for that. Or we can think about it differently, like above. Like maybe God is weaning some of us off the security of our collapsing 401k. And maybe he's maturing us to depend upon him. I mean, I, I've been all, all goofy about what's been done to, 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 to worship services here, and I think, oh, no, you know, when it's first hit and they close us down, you know, we called the staff to get upstairs, and we were all sitting like 12 feet apart, you know, and, and afraid to breathe very heavy because we thought we are all going to kill each other and all that. I thought, we're doomed, you know, we're doomed, it's over, it's all done, you know, we're doomed as a church, and, and when we eventually open up, no one ever is going to come back, you know, that it's, it's all over. And, 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 and so we started doing these kinds of services, and, and what we're finding now is that you are now finally able to invite your friends and relatives and workmates to watch this, you know? And by the way, a big shout-out to those of you that have been sending out the link to, to those, of the, the, those that you know. People are now watching worship services, and not just here, all over the place. People who would have never set foot in a place like this. Now have no problem with sitting down with a cup of coffee in their living room and just turning it on. Masks or no mask is not the issue. Opening up the building is not really the issue. Those aren't the those are the things below. It's seeing what God is doing through this, above this. Um, the Apostle Paul was a guy who got thrown into prison, and he he writes this. He says this, this is from prison, with lots of things to set his mind on, particularly on things below. But he writes this, and I want you to know, my dear brothers and sisters, everything that has happened to me here in prison, everything that's happened to me here has helped to spread the good news. What happened was the guy who was writing this was beaten up and thrown into prison. And so the Bible would tell us this. It's a great verse. So we fix our eyes. That would be our thoughts. We fix our eyes not on what is seen, but what is unseen. Since what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. And so it's a great question to ask. What is God doing in me that I can, I can begin to start to try and, quote, see what's happening in my life? And how can, I, how can I begin to set my mind on the good things that's going on, that are going on around me? And that's how to think. Well, God, in order to give us everything we need for life and godliness, is also going to help us on, on what to think. A, a pretty cool verse talks about thinking. It says this, finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely... Whatever's admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, here it comes. Think about such things. 
you got to love this list. True, noble, right, pure, lovely, admirable, excellent, worthy of praise. And he says, you think about those things. I, I, don't, I don't know about you, but I tend to not go in that direction. I watched myself doing the announcements during last week's service, and, 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 and I'm, I'm still not getting over my face on the screen. My voice is bad enough knowing that you have to listen to me, but knowing that people have to watch me kind of freaks me out. But this one, as I was watching myself on Sunday, this one was bad. I mean, this one was, was really bad. And I looked closer, and I thought, what's with my face? You know, what's going on with my face? It's like, it's like I've, got, I've, got, I've got bags. You know, I've got lots. In fact, that weekend, my bags had bags, you know? And I'm going, ah, you know? You know, I'm looking like Jabba, you know, Jabba the Hutt. You know, my, my face is beginning to sag. Now, now um, I was wanting to hear from my very supportive wife what words. Oh, it's not that bad. You know, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. Um, but Lisa was just laughing, and she says, well, now you know what we have to look at every week. I can look at those things, you know, the bags and the wrinkles and all of that. Or I can set my mind on things above. Or I can begin to try and look at those things that are true and noble and right and lovely <laughs> and admirable and excellent. I can think about God in those kinds of situations. Because when I set my mind on things above, I can say, that's the face God gave me. <laughs> and obviously he needed someone to look like me in this world. Maybe to give you people hope that, you know, someone like me can be a pastor. It affects our way of dealing with life. It affects our way of dealing with people, and that tends to be the number one discussion among some people. It's other people. We talk about other people a lot, maybe too much. And, and most of the time, a lot of the time, the way we talk about others is not always that good. Well, what are we supposed to say? We shift our thinking. Now, I'll tell you um, what you'll be saying. When you start thinking the way God would want, you start talking about things about them that are true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable and excellent and worthy of praise. Make that a commitment to say, I will not talk about anybody with anything less than those things that are honorable, right, pure, lovely, admirable, worthy of praise. When you're a line at Safeway and the line is long, what's true, honorable, right, pure, lovely, admirable, excellent, worthy of praise? You want to put life into your marriage? Set your mind on things that are honorable, right, and pure, and lovely, worthy of praise. Do you have a choice? Yeah, you do. We have choices all the time. You can think about how bad things are, how you've been wronged, why this person acts this way, their bad habits. I just don't find life in that. You want to enjoy another day in quarantine? Think about what is admirable, excellent, worthy of praise. It's funny the way that we set our, how we set our minds determines so much about us, our attitude in life, our enjoyment in life, 
how we can see good even when things aren't going so well. How all of a sudden, as we kind of grab hold of this God thing, certain things begin to gain priority and certain things seem to lose priority in our lives. Do you know how long it's been since I've watched sports? There's no sports. I mean, there's no sports on, you know? Um, I don't really care that much now, though, how the Giants are doing or not doing. doesn't matter to me whether the Warriors made the playoffs or not. In fact, the Niners draft picks mean very little to me now. It's amazing to me that what was so important to me maybe a few months ago, you know, it kind of fades away. It just kind of fades away. Those kinds of things have lost their value to me. They don't exist. But I really don't care about how the celebs are doing in isolation. It doesn't matter to me. Or how Harry and Meghan are doing or Taylor Swift's boyfriend. We begin to think through, does, does that really matter? In the midst of all that's going on? I might get some of you mad at me for this one, but there was an old song um, that used to be sung in church all the time, and, and, and some of you may know it. It's Turn Your Eyes Upon Jesus. Remember that song, some of you? Turn your eyes upon Jesus, look full in his wonderful face. I never liked the song, and this is where you're going to get mad at me. I never, I never liked the song. I never liked the tune. I never liked the melody. But I liked this one phrase, and it stuck with me. It says, turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full in his wonderful face. And here's the part that I liked. And the things of earth, they'll go strangely, you know the word? They go strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. But the things of earth kind of grow strangely dim. Hard to explain it. But when you spend time with your family and building them up, all of a sudden, certain things of earth grow strangely dim. When you're able to help somebody, encourage your neighbor, do something for them, all of a sudden, the 49ers draft pick really doesn't matter that much. Some things just grow dim. Turn your eyes upon God, upon Christ and what he's done. Things of earth grow dim. Some things that God has given us grow clear. Love, your family, serving others, being humble. What God is doing, being able to praise him. He has given you everything you need for life and godliness. Everything. Whether there's a quarantine or whether there's a stay in place or whether there's masks or no masks. Everything you need for life and godliness. If you've been raised with Christ, set your heart on the things above. Would you pray with me, please? Lord Jesus, I thank you that um, you provide those things that we need to make it through challenging days and hard days. God, give us the strength, the help to be able to focus on those things that you're doing in our lives through the challenges, in our relationships as we 
seek to love more. Help us to see what you're doing in the world in the midst of, of a pandemic. God, this week, may we look at those things that are, that are true and honorable and right, pure and lovely, admirable, excellent, worthy of praise. Those things within our home, those things within our situation. And we give you thanks. You help us through this. And we praise you in Jesus' name.